Welcome to the Walking in Purpose podcast, where we teach you how to discover your God-ordained purpose for your life and relationships. And I'm your host, African Wuzuzu, so let's get down to it. Welcome again to another episode, everyone, and God bless you for joining us today. So today, the Holy Spirit is impressing on my heart to talk to the single ladies. Yes, especially the single ladies that feel the need to chase a man to prove their worth, hoping it will lead to marriage. If this is you, it could be because you may feel you've waited for too long and you're tired of waiting for the right man to show up, so you go looking for him. Or you feel that you keep attracting the wrong men and so you go and source the right man for you and would do whatever it takes to get him. Or perhaps you pursued a man and you were able to get him into a relationship, but it's just been a series of pursuits to keep that man in the relationship and once your pursuit ends, the relationship runs out. Whatever your scenario may be, or your reason for chasing a man, God wants you to understand that you do not need to chase a man. You do not. Not at all. And I want to show you why you don't need to through the word of God, because you will just keep hurting yourself over and over again if you keep chasing these men. But God says it is time for you to rest. It is time for that man God created you for to find you. But you need to rest in Christ for your husband to find you. But how can he find you if you are chasing a man that is not for you? So if you're in this position right now, the Holy Spirit wants to show you why you're chasing a man will never yield anything. And also some other important points that will help you get into the rest that God wants for you so that you can relax and let the man God has for you find you. Let's look at Genesis 2 verse 18 to 24. It says, the Lord God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. Now the Lord God had formed out of the ground all the wild animals and all the birds in the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would name them. And whatever the man called each living creature, that was its name. So the man gave names to all the livestock, the birds in the sky and all the wild animals. But for Adam, no suitable helper was found. So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and then closed up the place with flesh. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man and he brought her to the man. The man said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, for she was taken out of man. Verse 24, that is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife, and they become one flesh. Adam and his wife were both naked, and they felt no shame. You see, in Genesis 2, we can see here that while Adam was pursuing God's will for his life, that is his purpose, God said to himself, it is not good for man to be alone. I will make him a helper suitable for him. And then God created the animals and brought them to Adam to see what he would name them. The reason why I read that verse again is to draw your attention to the fact that Adam named the animals. And whatever he named the animal, that was its name. Likewise, ladies, when you present yourself before a man and you try to chase him down to prove your worth to him, that you're good enough wife material, 
The reason why it doesn't work out the way you think is because the man has given you a name tag. Yes, he has given you a name tag. Yes, the name could be forever girlfriend, body, cool chick, side chick, unfortunately not wife material or potential girlfriend or not that into you type of girl or whatever name that guy may come up with. My point is, if that guy doesn't see you and name you specifically as wife, there is nothing you can do to change the name he has given you. It says right there in Genesis 2 verse 19, that whatever name Adam gave, that was the name that was established. So you can try to do heaven and earth to make a man change his mind, but you cannot force him to commit to what he is not committed to. And a man will only give the correct name tag of wife to a woman only when he feels he has found his suitable helper. So ladies, please, when you meet a guy, that seems interested, let him take the lead and you keep a watch out for the name tag he has given you. The reason why it is important is because whatever name tag he gives you will determine how he relates with you. See, there is a man who you were created for and God wants you to position yourself to be found because when that man sees you, he will immediately give you the right name. Meaning he will see you and say, this is the bone of my bone and the flesh of my flesh. She shall be called my wife. And the best part is you don't even have to struggle to get the man God has for you. You just have to relax and walk with God while you wait because God will also give you confirmation about that man who is your husband. That's why it is preferred that a man should chase you. It is biblical. And when he does, you would know what name he is given to you. If he is a playboy, then he probably wants to name you as his play toy or one of his play toys. Or if he wants to make you a wife, you'll know as well, but not just any husband will do. That's why you need to walk with God so that he can show you your purpose and also show you and confirm with you the man you were specifically created for. Because without a purpose, any man that approaches you will look like the man God has for you. But with purpose, there is no confusion. The truth is you can't be living in the flesh and expect the man God has for you, a spirit-filled man to find you. He can't find you because you are not where he can access you. He is pursuing God's will and he is within God's will. While you, you're living in the flesh, which is in the opposite direction from the will of God. So how can he find you? If you are a lady in this situation, what name tag has that guy given you? You need to reevaluate because some relationships, not marriage, don't deserve you. You deserve better because God has created you for the best. So perhaps you keep sabotaging yourself because you feel there's no point in waiting. You've waited for too long, that your time has passed, or you say, I have been hurt too much and what's the point? I'll just settle. What what difference does it make? If this is you, please hear me today. God will bring your husband. He is never too late. Yes, it may, it may have been a while, but what is it that God wants you to do while you are waiting? He certainly does not want you to pursue a man while you're waiting. 
Perhaps the reason why the man you were created for, your husband, hasn't found you yet is because you haven't yet positioned yourself to be found. And that positioning to be repositioned correctly is how God wants to get you into his rest, to walk with him so that he can show you the great and mighty things he has in store for you. So that's the question you need to ask yourself. And you've probably not had the time to ask that question because that time was being spent chasing a man that does not deserve you. So you need to stop that pursuit and ask, what does God want me to do while I am waiting? You need to discover this because if not, if not, you will keep chasing these men and running ahead of God, meaning you are doing your things on your own time, not in God's time. Forgetting that waiting for God's time will give you the best. God wants to speak with you, walk with you in a relationship with him first so he can show you the plans he has for you. And trust me, his plans are much better than your plans. Another reason to discover what to do while you wait is for God to show you your true name tag through his word. Even before the man God has for you comes along to give you his own name tag of wife. I know some women feel God doesn't know the type. They don't feel God doesn't know the type of man they like. They feel like God will give them some boring old Christian man that will make their life boring and they never get to truly, you know, spend life and enjoy life the way they really want. So they try to get this man on their own by chasing them. See, that's not true if this is you. It is not true. God will give you everything and more if only you are just willing to let go of your own will that has gotten you nowhere. So sis, stop sabotaging yourself by letting these men into your life that don't deserve you because you feel you need a good man. No, sis. What about you? What about you? Why do you feel you're not a good woman that a man would need and pursue? Has chasing men made you forget that you are a good thing? Have some bad relationships or rejection from these wrong men made you feel unworthy? That no one wants you? Made you feel ugly or beautiful but damaged goods? And somehow you've assumed your identity from these failed relationships or rejection and this has made you discount yourself and carry yourself like no one wants you and make you feel like a failure because your relationships have failed? Have you forgotten or perhaps you don't know there is also a price tag that goes with the original name tag God has already given you? A price so great that Jesus died on the cross so that you may live an enjoyable and fulfilled life. When you don't know who you are, you don't know what your standards are and you'll let any man define who you are and also your standards. But also, how do you know not to lower your standards when you don't have any? If you've forgotten or perhaps you don't know who you are in Christ, let me give you an illustration of who you really are. Imagine the second most expensive bag in the world, a $2 million Hermes bag. Who would you expect to buy such a bag? Not necessarily the rich, but yeah, people that appreciate such a quality bag and can afford it and, and, you know, I will not choke them the next day, I hope. Will you expect just anybody to carry such a bag? So why will you allow a guy who cannot afford your price tag 
that is your worth in Christ, mess with you and reduce your quality? Can anybody just have access to it? And then imagine when you realize, when you realize that you are that $2 million Hermes bag, how then will you start to behave and carry yourself? You see, your price tag is the price Jesus paid for you on the cross. A price so great that a $2 million Hermes bag doesn't even come close to it, doesn't. You've been bought with a price and you deserve to have the accompanying name tag that is commensurate with the price tag. You see, First Peter says, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. I also love the same verse in the MSG version, and that that's the the message version, which says, but you are the ones chosen by God, chosen for the high calling of priestly work, chosen to be a holy people, God's instruments to do his work and speak out for him, to tell others of the night and day difference he made for you. From nothing to something, and from rejected to accepted. So it doesn't matter who has rejected you. God has accepted you. It doesn't matter who did not choose you. God already chose you and paid a price for you, even though you didn't love him back, but he first loved you. You are chosen. You are loved. You are accepted by God. And there is a spirit-filled man that you were created for that will choose you at first sight, that will accept you, and that will love you like no one has ever loved you. So get with God. Walk with him. And get into a relationship with him while you are waiting. He will reveal more about who he has called you to be. That is your name tag and the accompanying price tag. The sacrifice Jesus made for you and me that settled everything. You don't have to pay the price for someone to love you. No, Jesus has already paid it all. Not chasing men and letting them give you any name tag and reducing your price tag, and then you take it. No. Proverbs 18.22 from the New Living Translation says, The man who finds a wife finds a treasure, and he receives favor from the Lord. So when you become a wife, you would bring favor to your husband. Amen. When you become a wife, you will bring favor to your husband. You are that important and special. And that is why he needs to find you. It is right there in the word of God. It says, he who finds shall obtain favor, not she who finds. Oh, it is right there in the word of God. I have to say it again. It says, he who finds shall obtain favor, not she who finds. So sis, relax. Relax in Christ. Walk with him and be found in him because you have to be in God's will for the man ordained as your husband to find you. And also because you are a treasure. Yes, you are a treasure worth finding and you'll be cherished the way you want to be and even more and that's because God doesn't only meet your expectations he exceeds them Ephesians 3 verse 20 says from the new life version that God is 
able to do much more than we ask or think through his power working in us. So you can be rest assured that God will not only give you your heart's desires when you walk with him, he will overexceed them because he is more than able. You see, I also see God as a, as a manufacturer. He manufactured the world. He manufactured you, me, and relationships. So as God is a manufacturer, he has given you a name tag and a price tag that comes with it. So just like how you may fancy a Louis Vuitton dress or clothing, for example, you visit the store and you check the price. It is whatever price that is set that you buy that item for. Sometimes a shop cl clerk will maybe give a discount if there's a defect or a stain. So likewise, ladies, when you allow these men, you may be pursuing to put another name and price tag over your original tags to cover or hide your original price and name tag because you don't know who you are in Christ and also because you feel, because you feel you're unworthy. You are discounting yourself for these men when you allow them to do such things. Perhaps you pursue men because your parents may have not been the best role models or whatever excuse you may use to justify feeling unworthy enough to pursue men. Doesn't mean God has discounted you. God did not reduce the price tag he had put on you. He did not discount the price to say you are 20% off or 50% off or 80% off just because you feel unworthy. No, just because you feel you're not good enough or that you have a defect. No. God did not discount your price tag because you may have left the faith or stopped communicating with God or that you did something wrong, failed in that relationship. Just because you stopped communicating with God doesn't mean he stopped communicating with you. You just blocked this, blocked his signal. Just because that relationship failed doesn't mean you are a failure. Just because someone walked out on you like a dad or whoever doesn't mean God walked out on you. And just because it did not work out the way you hoped doesn't mean God cannot work things out for your good. So stop discounting yourself. You have been bought with a price and there is no discount. Stop trying to reduce your price by giving these guys the opportunity to write a wrong price tag and place their own name tag and price tag over the one God has labeled you with. You may have wondered why you keep attracting a certain type of man or why you keep pursuing men and they lead you wrongly. It is because they love the discounts you're offering to them by not truly knowing who you are in Christ and not fully understanding that you are enough because God is enough for you. You are enough. You don't need to discount yourself by 50%, 80%, 90% off. You just need to close your legs if they are currently open for any man. Yes, close your legs and open up your Bibles. Stop trying to pursue these men into a relationship with sex or whatever device you may be using because sex is not love and sex doesn't keep a marriage or give you a fulfilling marriage. You just need to discover what your name tag and price tag is. And it can all be discovered through the word of God and by having a relationship with God while you are waiting. And you don't have to worry about where or how your husband will find you. You just rest in the fact that while you're pursuing the things God has committed into your hands, that he will bring your husband your way to find you. Amen. Let me encourage you with these stories before I round up today. I have met with ladies who have chased men before in the past for a couple of different reasons. But the Holy Spirit used 
little old me to preach the same message to them and it has birthed miracles. For one lady, it was a year later from sticking with God and abandoning the pursuit of men. God reordered her steps and brought her husband her way in a way she never expected and it was so easy. For another, it only took a few months, only a few months for God to reorder her steps and take her to a place where her husband can find her. So don't worry, you will testify soon. As long as you accept the will of God for your life, you will testify. I also was hurt before, but because I knew who I was in Christ, I was able to heal and move past the hurt with the help of the Holy Spirit. And I did not compromise my standards because I wanted a man. No. I remember then friends would tell me, oh, you have to be visible. You have to go here or go there for a man to find you. I just told them, hey, I know who I am. I'm not someone to go out naturally. So I wouldn't do that. So I will continue to stay true to myself by being a homebody, but rest assured, rest assured that whenever I step out, God will have the husband he has ordained for me ready and waiting to set his eyes on me and find me. So he better be sharp. He better be sharp and fast because I would not be out for long. You know, hey, that's me. I had to stay true to myself and God honored that. I met my husband exactly the same way during one of my few outings when I went to visit my siblings, but he laid eyes on me. I had nothing to do with the find. I had nothing to do with the find. God did it all and he will perfect yours as well. As long as you choose to walk with him, he will make your path straight and you will testify soon. And I look forward to celebrating with you as a wife to the man God created you for, your husband, who you will not have to chase, but he will find you while you are actively doing God's will. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. And I'm sure this message has blessed you as much as it has blessed me. Please like, subscribe, share, leave a comment to let me know how you've been blessed by this message. Or if you'd like to email us, you can do so by writing to us at info at walkinginpurpose.ca. Also, don't forget to follow our page on Instagram at walkinginpurposepodcast and also share with as many as the Holy Spirit leads you to share with. God bless you and I'll see you next week.